Hola, it's your boy Kimmy. And, and it is DJ Midnight live in the studio booth from the Home Depot. Oh, Home Depot finally open? <laughs> Actually, Home Depot is extending the hours apparently because it's 11 11. It's, speaking of which, it's 11 11. Make a wish, everybody. Ooh, it's not 11 for me yet, so I gotta wait. Uh, well, it's you here, so make a wish. Ooh. Okay. Okay, so today, you guys, we are going to switch gears a little bit um, and talk about mental health. Um, last season, we, we talked about mental health and kind of jumped into where we were presently. We uh, were joined by Sailor, who, shout out to Sailor, um, we will be conversing with you again. So I miss Sailor. I miss, I miss Sailor's conversations. Um so we are going to kind of catch up and kind of presently dive into where we are mentally. Um, I'm going to let Kimi take the floor first with this one. I'm excited to see where he is mentally. Let's jump into it, girl. Let the people know. Where are you? Are you okay, sweetie? Do you need a Girl, y'all <laughs> saw, saw the series Wednesday? Girl. <laughs> And the Adams family. Yeah, I'm going to say right now. Like, I'm spent. I'm tired. I just can't. I just, I can't. I, like, don't get me wrong. I am not in a dark place. But y'all crazy. Like, the world, what are y'all doing? How did we get here? Why mm -hmm. are we doing chemical spills everywhere why are we paying ten dollars for eggs why are we sending money everywhere across the whole world and ain't giving nobody in the United States their money why are we taking women's rights away why did we pass the Jim Crow law like what are we doing how how does this play a part of your mental health sweetie what <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like we talked about very important things, but we we really derailed severely. What's what what that really is going on? Because <laughs> I'm just like, damn. What really is going on? It's a lot going on. <laughs> well, we just talked about like a couple episodes ago of you know what it what it's uh like being black in America. Yeah. But and being black. In America, and being black or brown or African American in general, that is a milk like. That it's a lot. It's a lot, and a lot. you know, I open my door and be like, "Lord, let thou make it through the day without a bullet coming your way." Someone slipping up and saying the n word, like mm -hmm. I won't bop your ass real quick, fast in a hurry. But I'm just like, oh my god, mentally, I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. Like, I'm very fortunate, very humble where I am. I have, I feel like I, I have a safe place to lay my head. I have people in my life that I can, you know, vent to and talk through things and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. um, but oh my God, when I walk outside, it's like, I'm, I'm, where my whole, where my armor from the Lord? I need my armor from the Lord. I need to cash in my um my little coins 
you know, like, you know, video games, you get money throughout the video game and you cash them in for upgrades and stuff. I need to cash in some of my little gold bars for, oh my God. Is I'm, that where you are currently? Yes. That was that was moving. It was it was moving a lot of directions, but it was. I'm it a was Libra. Moving. What do you expect? You are a Libra. I, I sometimes it drifts my mind that you're a Libra, but every so often you remind me. Yes, he's he a Libra. I told you, like second <laughs> away. Oop. Is the balloon back? No, I got distracted by, by Pity Pauletta showing me something. Y'all, Pity Pauletta is back. Um, she back um, in the booth. She is back in the booth. Um, and before I pass the, the, the mic to her, uh, I am I'm actually good right now. I don't recall where I said I was uh, last season when we talked about it, but I am good. Um, I think I was good last time. Do you remember what I said? Mm-hmm. You good. Yeah, I'm good. I think since I've been on the road, like, I've been very, I don't know, I feel like I've had a breath of fresh air. And then coming into the new year and getting that last piece of toxicity off of my back, I feel like now I'm fully, like, I feel like I'm spreading my wings and flying. I feel like leaving was... Baby, it was a good thing. Flying, you was driving. I was flying. You know what I you, you know what I mean. Hell is hot. <laughs> <laughs> Hell is hot. <laughs> Hell is very hot. But no, I, I feel like, you know, I'm very glad that I made the decision to leave. I feel like it worked out for the best. Um, And I've been working on, you know, doing what I need and what I want to see for myself. Um, And I feel like my biggest thing is kind of maintaining, you know, my mental peace and also expanding it while kind of protecting it. I'm very, very, very uh, abundantly sensitive about what I allow in and around me. That's where I kind of am now. I'm very selective of what I allow to witness my presence. So I'm good. I'm, I'm very good. We can do this again in another six months, but I'm good. I'm good. Life is a-okay for me right now. Don't say you love me. You don't even know me. You're stupid. Don't get us copyrighted. That's why I stopped. Mm-hmm. But I know life is not always as happy as it seems. Yes, life can be very sour. Um, and Penny Pauletta has a lot of experience with that, um, which is why she's here today to kind of talk about where she is mentally. Um, and I'm going to leave the floor to her. I'm scooting the mic over now. Um, mental health is very important. I think that we need to stop um, 
leaving on the shackles of shame or um, family um, or um, you should just really check in and that doesn't mean check into your gossiping ass cousins or your mama that means to somebody that don't know you who can objectively help you and they're not there to harm you or to guide you into their thinking. They're there to listen to you and to sort out your thoughts and process them and help you. Um, it helps you to leave situations that uh, you probably should have been left. It makes you reevaluate situations that you are uncertain about. It makes you um, come to terms with childhood traumas that you had. Um, it's a great way to become a better you because if you're like me you have been riding on autopilot for a long time and um you have checked out and you just one flick of the light switch before you go postal on somebody on yourself or something so i think mental health is very important i i smile and i giggle all the time and i have fun all the time people are thinking nothing's wrong with me and everything's going right and she's a ball of fun, but inside I am, um, uh, I guess what they call it, an empath person. Um, and that's somebody who's a people pleaser. Somebody that's always worried about everybody else enjoying themselves and being happy and not happy themselves. So I might be too old for a lot of people who've never heard of this Smoke the Robinson song, Strikes of My Tears, but... It's um, when you smiling, but inside you all kinds of upside down. So, you know, you might see somebody and you be like, ain't nothing wrong with them. They always happy. But they go at home at night and they thinking about blowing their brains out. So, you know, I think you don't know what the next person is going through until you step into their shoes. And um, it reminds me of um, the recent passing of... Um, Twitch and everybody was saying, well, he was so happy. Why would he kill himself? Mm. All this, but from a person that's like that, who's always happy, who's always joyful uh, most of the time, I can see why it happened. Because you try to make everybody else happy, but you're not happy. And it doesn't mean that a lot of times that somebody personally did something to you at that moment. It could have been years of childhood traumas. Or it could be self-doubt. It could be a lot of things that makes that that triggers you into depression or into um, isolation. So I think mental health is so important. And especially in um, minorities, um, it is because we've always been told to pray about it. Um, Ooh, I'm so that, sick of hearing that. To pray about it or uh, you must be crazy if you're thinking about suicide or I, um, I'm depressed every time I get these bills. So go sit down somewhere. You know, so you've always been told that it's wrong to think of things like that. So I really believe that people in the minority community are the ones who suffer the most um, of not wanting to seek help. And I think um, it should not be talked about like that. And um a lot of um, people make it seem like 
some people need therapy more than others. And that's crazy too, because I hear a lot of people say about not just because of we've been on the LGBTQA plus um, uh, issue sometimes, but a lot of people think that it's only that community that needs help because they feel like they're confused, but it's the ones who straight who are the ones who are confused. The ones who are straight who's uh, living a lot for the people who are on the DL or the people who are hating against somebody that they don't understand. You're the one who needs mental health more than somebody who is into their truth. So um, I think everybody can um, benefit from mental health, um, getting some kind of counseling in, even if it's just not from a sit down on the couch therapist. Like I do, I do telephone um, therapy and I love it because I can talk to my therapist at 9 30 at night and in my bathroom. And and I don't have to sit on somebody's couch. So you can video chat now. You can even text a therapist now. So you don't have to sit on somebody's couch as they used to do in the old days. You could literally be in your bathroom talking to your therapist or you could be texting them while you at work and be like, hey, this was going on with me now. But somebody needs mm -hmm. somebody to talk to. Mm -hmm. So um, just um, talk to somebody. I mean, I, I just really believe that with everybody because I know with me, what triggered my therapy is that I had went through emotional break. Um, I was going through stuff all my life anyway with childhood traumas but um breakup triggered my depression to spiral even faster um because i let myself um become the person that i never thought i would be at 43 cute 43 but 43 we do need to know okay Fine, 43, 20, <laughs> 20, 23, 43, you know, but whatever. She's not, she's just lying. Uh, I didn't lie because my patients tell me that I look 20 something, so whatever. Anywho, um, but seriously, I went through a, a, a bad breakup and it traumatized me so bad, it made me feel like the little girl again, and it triggered me to really bad. And I just looked at myself then and I was like, I have to get help because I'm literally one second away from jumping and not just literally, um, figurative, literally everything. I was one second away. So I went and I made the first step to reach out. I told I, I literally went into my boss's office bawling and was like. I need resources to get me some help. And she sent me the email fast. Um, not because she thought I might come back and blow up the place, but... Um, she because, definitely thought she was going to go back because she, she was like, oh, let me get her email quick before she come back and unload the clip. She thought I was going to blow up the place. She was like, oh, she, she is black. She about to shoot all of us up. No, she, <laughs> shout out to my manager. But um, she, she knew that I'm always happy to them. And so for me to break down like that, it had to be something serious. So 
I, she sent me the email. I made the first step. I had an appointment right away. And um, I ball still every time I have counseling, but it makes me think about things that I didn't want to think about and or things that I tried to make seem normal. So it makes me feel much better every day. I feel stronger about things. So and you're supposed to you're supposed to have uncomfortable conversations. That's what's part of, and of healing. And don't try to go into therapy and gaslight. Yeah. You know I mean, tell the truth. Shame the devil. And it also goes back to what we said when we talked about this last season, which was to check on um your strong friends because mm -hmm. I know speaking personally is difficult to seem like nothing is phasing you or that nothing is hitting you but it hits you the most but you have to put on this kind of cape because you're so used to saving everybody else and sometimes you just want to be acknowledged that you need to be saved too because that's superman without Lois, you know that's a gaslighting ass helper we don't like that we Lois loved Clark, okay? Yeah, she, did. she did love Clark. She did. She liked the Clark. No, she liked it. I'm talking about comic book Lois, okay? Uh, I, can't speak, I can't speak on live action Lois, but comic book Lois loved Clark, and it got her killed because she loved that man. But, you know, you... Yeah, she did get killed. That was a great comic one, by the way. But anyways, uh... You have to check on your strong friends. Sometimes you have your weak moments, and I think it's very important that even though you could be like, even though I'm saying now, like, I'm good mentally, like, I'm still actively working on finding a new therapy as an adult because, like I said, I want to maintain the positive mental space that I'm in because nowadays one little thing can ruin it. It can change. It can literally change like that. And a couple of weeks ago, I was caught out of my character because I let somebody invade my mental space. Mm -hmm. And they still can choke. They can die. We are. I, and, and it took me three weeks to come to a positive headspace of saying that. Okay, If they died, I wouldn't cry. That's positivity. That's growth. Okay? That's positive for me because I'm not the one that's killing them. Exactly. So, back to the subject at hand. <laughs> let go, let go, and let God. Shana by the biscuit. Mm -hmm. But I mean, literally, I used to say that I was fine. That's my favorite word. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm good. I'm good, love. I'm good, love was my favorite one. I'm good, love. And I was tore up and crazy. And somebody say you can't get help unless you ask for help. No, you cannot. And like you, I had a trigger last week too. Just hearing their voice trigger me again, and I literally my mood went from hundred to zero real quick. I mean, it ain't nothing about their voice that may be. At this point in time, it just I just I hate being taken out of my character, you know, because. 
I spend so much building my character and emo um uh, my integrity is very strong and to catch me off guard like that, like that was I was very angry. Like I was extremely angry. And that was that was my breaking point. That was it for me. But Mine is I don't like to not be heard. Yeah, I hate that too. I hate feeling like I cannot be heard. Like if my voice is not being received, like I feel like why? What's what's the purpose? What are we doing? And I also hate when my words are twisted. When you twist my words, it's like those that's that adds gasoline to the fire. So I'm just at a point to where I'm just protecting is my mental. Is it a premium? Diesel. <laughs> it's definitely diesel. We've 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 escaped the gas that goes into a car. This is diesel mm -hmm. gas that we talked about. You're a fifty on ninety three, please. Mm hmm. So I just I feel like it's. Especially nowadays, with us still being in the middle of a pandemic, it's not over yet. That was aggressive. Um, you know, it's important for us to kind of protect our mental space because COVID did a number on everybody's mentality. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it you know, and unfortunately, it claimed a lot of lives because of it, but. For the ones, the 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 people that are still here, they're still going through it. You know, I feel like it's important for us to protect our mental space, and it is okay to seek help. It does not mean that you're weak. If anything, seeking help means that you are brave enough to work on yourself. It means that you are powerful enough to work on yourself because your mind is your most powerful asset. If you waste it away, then you are doing exactly what the sour cream citizens want you to do. Which is a little less than napkins. Mm -hmm. Well, also, you have to, even if you're not dealing with personal mental issue, health issues, and you are getting counseling, you also have to recognize the signs for other people that could be um, potentially going through mental health issues. That's the reason why I always say. You never know what could flip somebody's light bulb, light switch off, and that means anything could trigger somebody. It is sometimes it's signs, and people ignore them because it's just easier for people to ignore stuff. Mm -hmm. So you have to, you know, if you see your friend um, isolating themselves, try to be there for them. Mm -hmm. um, if you're not strong enough, then get somebody else. Um, if you see your friend or your loved one um, overly trying to compensate for something by doing a, the most um, to make everybody else happy, but you see they're never taking time for themselves, um, take some time out to just even just give a hug or something Cause, and, and try to... Um, I personally try to give people um, one compliment a day, even if it's somebody that you know you really don't fool with and somebody you really don't talk to or something like that. I still give one good one. Oh, I like your shoes. Oh, 
Oh, you looking cute today? Oh, who you trying to break? Something, because that little something could make a whole lot of difference in somebody's day every day. If you make, uh, if you can't do it to everybody, at least make one person feel good about one thing. So find one good quality to say about somebody or one good thing or it that makes the difference for one person a day. And I try to make sure I do that. I I um try to make people at least one person feel good that a day because I think to myself in my own special way, you know, that person could have been going through something my compliment could have made their day. Um because everybody needs that little compliment a day. You you just just think about it for yourself. When somebody else say to you, "Oh, you smell good," and you be like, "Okay, hey, you feel good," just for that one second. So let everybody have that one second of day of feeling good about themselves or whatever. But mental health is big. Um, it's important. I mean, it's a lot to go through it. It's a lot to go through counseling. Sometimes even when you go through therapy, um, people think that you're not growing, but you're growing. It's just not on their pace. Mm -hmm. But as long as you're trying to grow, it doesn't matter what pace you get to as long as you're trying to grow. Don't be stagnant. I also think mental health days are important. Like, when I was out there in Arizona, you know, it was very important for me to be like, okay, take a day or a weekend just to yourself because mental health days are important. Staycation. Even if you don't do like staycations, like anything, like mental health days are very important. Like I took one for myself last week because I just mentally was, I was at a ramp. I needed to be to myself in the house with the blinds closed. Like that was that was my prerogative. Um and I think it's very important that you kind of take twenty four hours to recharge. I'm gonna take me a vacation. I need me a vacation. I took a mental health for day last month. Oh you did you didn't you? Mm-hmm. I was there for you. Delectable. Mm-hmm. I'm taking another one this month. I just don't know what day. Mm, I'm just listen. This is it, cause uh, the way the way my <laughs> the way my job is is watching people. Uh, this is it. Give <laughs> these two weeks back back to grind mode. And I'm be right there, carry your ass to work. <laughs> I ain't gonna have no choice, child. Cause be, cause uh work bay, he ain't that no more. Don't talk about it. It's still a sensitive spot. Rolling mm-hmm. in the deep. Oh, that whoever posted, whoever told a reefer that she should remake that song, they going to a fire hill. Because <laughs> <laughs> they was wrong for that. Hell wrong. Who allowed her to get into the booth to do that? Uncle Johnny. Mm-mm. Don't start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Mel- how much time we got left? I need to see the. Yeah, plenty. Oh, we minute- do. Just the the ten minute mark ain't popped up. How we got to? I feel I feel like we've been recording for five years. 
get into a dark space talking about mental therapy. I mean, mental health issues and therapy. I do. We had an episode like that. What was that last season? We talked about what did we talk about? I work. Maybe we ain't had the last season. No, not no. I'm talking about what episode. I think we was talking about our coming out experiences. I remember when we recorded the episode, and I felt so drained after we recorded it because it felt I don't know long, huh? Felt long. It did feel drained. It felt therapeutic. It felt very therapeutic talking about it because we that was an hour long episode. We like we talk about a lot. I, I heard that episode and I feel very offended. But you did not tell that story correctly. We're part, we're part of the story did not tell correctly. Okay, first of all, I owed you. I said that. Yes, but you didn't tell that we were on the way to Applebee's. Shout out to Applebee's. We weren't on the us. we weren't on the okay. But let's not. Very good. Okay. Let's not get us sued. <laughs> we were not on the way to Applebee's. You were at the house. Remember we no. could no. Remember we was gonna order food because Grandma didn't want to go uh-huh. nowhere for our birthday. See, that's the, story. That's oh, the truth. No, this is where the story went. I'm telling you. First of all, I asked. Get you, a close to the mic, girl. Get close to the mic. Okay, first of oh, all, 10 minutes. we went to Applebee's. I mean, we were going to order Applebee's and I yeah. asked you to see your phone because I always sneak through your phone. Yeah. Uh, so I then scrolled through and I seen all these dude pictures with cowboy hats and G-strings and stuff. And That's I was like, that is not cool. So we correct. went to Applebee's, picked up the food, and on the way back from Applebee's, I said to you, I said, do you feel comfortable that you can tell me anything? And no, you no. said, yes. And I say, I say, do you really feel like you can tell me anything? Do you know you can tell me anything? And you say, yeah, why you say that? I say, because I was looking through your phone and I say, do you, uh, uh, are you bisexual? Are you gay? What what it is? She, she pointed to Janet Jackson and said, are you gay? Are you gay? <laughs> do you like to be bent or are you the bendy? No, no, that was no, the story was told correctly because that conversation did not happen until we was on the way to the hospital. No, we was on the way back. No, I remember correctly because no. the certain things like that, my y- well, y'all you know, know my memory is not. I, I, I mean, of course, because I think those pictures are still in my phone now. Because yeah. <laughs> I never delete anything. <laughs> Mm. What color were they? Yellow. Ew. Actually, I think it was red. So we must be talking about a different picture. You like the yellow bitches. <laughs> oh, I know exactly who she's talking about, too. I can't say his name on camera, though. I'll talk about it later. <laughs> I know it was very therapeutic because I had not talked, I had not really went in depth with that conversation until then. So it was very, it was very draining. It's draining when you open up, even after, like, when you talk to a therapist, like, you feel very tired. Well, I can't wait till y'all do it. Hopefully, it's Mother's Day. They talk about how does it feel for the parents of LGBTQA children. And them coming hey, out. That's a whole nother feeling. Cause even though you felt like um you felt free or you were scared, 
um, think how it is for a parent. You know, I'm a, you know, I'm probably one of the most laid day parents you'll ever meet. You can talk about anything with me. It, I, I'm not gonna ever say, oh no, no. I might say sometime when you tell me certain things, I might be like, TMI, calm down a little bit. I'm gonna be sick, but I. I don't judge you for anything that you do. As long as you ain't hurt nobody else, I always say, as long as you're a productive human being and you giving back into this planet and you don't ain't hurt nobody, I don't care what you do. As long as you ain't no murderer. I mean, unless you want to take out a couple of exes of mine, then, hey, we ain't going to talk about that. But anyway, um, it's hard being a parent of an LGBTQ kid, even when you're an open-minded parent because you're scared every day because of this climate we live in. And it's scary. And I tell you all the time, and I say it on the platforms and different people. Shout out to Tess Madison, my girl, my boo. Um, and Latanya. Okay, anyway. Um, but it's scary being a parent because people hurt you for things that's normal for you. It might not be normal for them, but it's normal for you. And you don't, you don't get to, you get to choose who you want to love, but, but it's not their choice. So people, people fear what they don't understand and people don't try to understand anything anymore. Because this world is such a microwave world now. Even though we've kicked in so many doors for y'all kids to walk through and run through, it's still a lot of doors closed. It's still a lot of closed-minded people. And it scares you as a parent sometimes. And that goes back with mental health, too. Because, you know, as a parent, you think to yourself, not that, not all the time did you do something wrong, but how can we help you? How can we shield you from the world? And you tell us to let go, but how can we let go? Okay, well, my whole thing now is I'm past the point of wanting people to understand me. And I just ask for respect. And honestly, if you can't even do that, then yeah, it's not going to stop me. I think that I think that's why it's important for you, mentally for you to be at a good space because once you get to the point where you can basically protect yourself, then stuff like that does not bother you. And yeah, you it know, it's very it's very terrifying to walk in the life. I know it's terrifying from a parent standpoint, but to actually no, it's it's terrifying for us to walk in the light. It's 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 terrifying to, to watch it and observe it. But to be in it, it's absolutely terrifying. But I feel like you have to get to the point where you, you have to kind of live in truth and not fear. Because when you live in fear, you basically giving them what they want, which is for you to be afraid of them and to be afraid of yourself. And I cannot get to the point where I'm afraid of myself because I've worked so hard and I'm still working to become the best version of myself that yeah, I can be. I think it's more terrifying for a parent because like a parent like me who don't sleep as it is and your kids are miles away 
and you read all the time and you read about these nightclub shootings and running people over or kidnapping or lynching or everything, you know, um, just coming from a, a black mom standpoint, you forgetting I'm dealing with not only you being black, I'm dealing with you being educated, being educated black male that's part of the LGBTQA plus community. So I'm dealing with all of them above. So I don't know whether or not the police might shoot you or a redneck or a, a transphobic, I mean, a transphobic, homosexual, bisexual, stupid person is going to get you every day. I mean, but think about it, though. That's, that's the life that I live. It's like being a superhero, basically. You going around wearing this cape, just waiting for the next person to come and take you out. It's very difficult. Thank you. That makes me feel real better. Let me make my promo Stephanie right now. For my Listen, I mean, <laughs> I'm just being honest. You, you have to. You, it comes with the life of what you live. You know, we go through this every day, but it don't stop me. I'm not. I'm. I feel like I am. You know, you know, I love myself, and yet oh, it took me a I long way. Because... No, I'm not saying don't worry. I'm just saying that walking into this, like waking up and the possibilities of what could happen to me, like it's something that I think about too, but it's not something that I stress myself out over anymore because the more you stress yourself out about it, the, the more you're taking away from the life that you could be living. So it's not that I don't worry about it. I just don't worry as much about it. I just, I don't let it overcome me, basically. That's what I'm trying to say. You worry about it, you think about it, but I don't let it overcome you because it's so easy to let it overcome you because truthfully, with all the stuff going on, we all should be hermits. None of us should leave outside of the, the comfort of our doorsteps, if we're going to be honest. On a different serious note, you know, also with um, we should talk about on um, another episode of Mother's Day. Um, besides the fears that parents have um, of children in the community, but also I feel a little let down as a mother of a kid that's in the LGBTQA community. She about to say something don't we got less than a minute too by the way so you might want to well this is very important i feel really disappointed that all the other ones get good children that are either um makeup artists or that have some kind of fashion skills and you have none so i feel kind of disappointed because you can't help Thank me you guys do for watching the and show we love you guys even, and then so you much. can't even suggest somebody's daddy or uncle Girl. Y'all, we'll be back in two weeks. We're taking a little break. Uh, so we can get caught back up with with, with posting. We will post your single daddy and uncle's number. Uh, we, we love you guys so much. Under the this, light. This, 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 it's your boy, it's your boy daddy, DJ Midnight. Uncle. It's your boy DJ Midnight.